Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. It's Monday. Todd Monday. is somewhere in the Alaskan frontier yeah. right Going now. Like this. Yep. And I am somewhere in Southern Florida, South Florida. No, I think I'm at Daytona beach right now, supporting my wife in a pretty big competition. Yeah. So we're not actually here. This video is not yeah. happening. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> weird to think about. It's a fake video. No, clearly we recorded this a little bit ahead. We hope you yep. all forgive us mm -hmm. if, uh, if our reaction to the comments slow down just a little bit. We're actually doing a little traveling this summer. So we're yeah. trying to enjoy some time. But we hope you enjoy this video while we're off on vacation. Uh, how to react when the scrum team hates your idea. Oh, my gosh, Todd, this happened to me. All the time. Like, when, I, when I'm in a scrum mat, this is almost every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, are we, we going to talk about this through the lens of a scrum master, the accountability of a scrum master? Yeah, let's let's go. Let's let's scope it to scrum master. And if uh, someone wants to know, well, what about I'm a product owner and they hate? Well, that's a new video. <laughs> yeah. Um, super quick story. Uh, but I learned this whole thing the, the hard way. Um, what, I, what I learned the hard way is that you can't bring what maybe worked for you before into a new circumstance, right? So I was working with a team and previously we had a team working agreement. And when you, you, when you, um, when something happened against that working agreement, like looking at your phone uh, while during a scrum event or something like that, you'd get fined like 25 cents, something like that. And we thought it was fun. We used it for bar money. I took a new job and went in and recommended that the team um, uh, do that. I'm like, it was super fun. And there was a visceral reaction to it. And I was like taken aback. I'm like, but this works so good at my, at my last thing. And I, 
Um, I, I, I the, the way I responded was was by being humble about it. I was just like, "Ooh, I'm, you know, I'm, I it worked really well before. I didn't mean to be offensive, but you know, let's what what else can we do because this is a problem, right?" Um, so I, I was trying to solve for something that wasn't mine to solve. Yeah. So I was kind of humbled by it. That's 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 where I was going. You know, I I take a a kind of a different. So first of all, the same track. I just there's something in my mind that I, I have to keep focused on is that it's not about me. Uh, uh Right. And so, you know, I, I think back to, um, you know, my, my, my worldview revolves around, you know, biblical wisdom. And I think about the disciples bringing fishes and loaves to Christ and Christ did the work. And I think about all my job is just to, to propose to bring the fish and the loaves and it's up to other people to do the outcomes and the work. Mm -hmm. Right. And if some, if they don't like what I propose, it's okay. Right. I can't be accountable for all those outcomes. I can't be accountable for other people's reactions. If I have a good idea, um, I really try to follow that. And I but it's hard. Right. Because there's ego and there's pride and there's you want to be helpful. You want you want to to serve and do good. But, you know, it's that servant leadership mentality. You know, Greenleaf taught us uh, back in the 70s that it's not about you. And I, and I think, you know, he even drew on biblical wisdom. He drew on corporate wisdom. And he just said, if you can get that locked in, this life will be better for you. Right. But if, if that's tough, the scrum master road is going to be challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I foolheartedly agree. And part, part of me starts to think too, though, is um, what if there's a quality problem with this team and they don't agree with you, but you see it. Right. So I think that what do you, how do you react when a team hates your idea? If it's something that you're very passionate about, it doesn't mean yeah. give up on it. It means find another way to bring to light that you think that there might be a problem with it. Maybe, maybe take a different stance. Maybe, maybe go away from being the, uh, the, the, the upholding scrum to being, to putting your coaching stance on or your teaching stance on some of these stances that we talk about as a scrum master. So um, this isn't to say give up on your idea if you feel pretty strongly about it. It's you change your approach because ultimately if the team hates using the term hate, the team hates your idea, you've taken taken a, 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 the wrong approach or maybe you've offered too much that isn't yours. To, to, or, or you haven't said something in terms that matter to the team. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think back to our, our pal course, Todd, how many times do we talk to scrum masters about, you know, don't go up to a CEO and talk about scrum. Yeah. Talk about delivery, talk about yeah. revenue recognition, talk about happy customers. And maybe as a scrum master, you're kind of nerding out on some lingo and language that they don't care about. But if yeah. you can frame up your idea in a sense that makes their lives better, you know, maybe you can have some more influence there as well. So think about, first of all, think about your own emotional attachment to the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Think about Cause that, your... Because that's a thing, right? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> a thing. We all we all love love our own ideas, but openness... The, the scrum value of openness, I think, is about realizing that sometimes we could just be wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So what, check your emotional you know, attachedness to, to your ideas. Check to make sure you're not trying to, to force an outcome. Right. Fishes and loaves. That's all we're about here. Servant leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then check your lingo. Right. You might not have posed things or framed things in a way that the, the developers care about, that the product owner cares about. And so check and see if... Um, if the language needs to shift a little bit. But uh, I think if you check one of those three things, you're probably going to find resistance goes down. When all else fails, get some data. Yeah. You know, go talk to people. Actually get some real concrete information. Make it and, objective, uh, not subjective. 
Correct. Right. Make sure it's it's an objective measure. And uh, if all of those fail, let's move on. Yep. Right. Let's try some a new experiment is right around the corner. What do you think, Mr. Miller? Are we good on this one? That's a wrap. All right. Be sure to check out the socials at Agile for Humans at most of your finest social media sites. Like and subscribe so you know when we drop new content. Check the videos below. The AI thinks you'll like them. We do too, although we aren't around. So maybe we're wrong. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, be sure to leave your comments below. We are still checking on uh, the community. We love the fact that you're all asking and answering and leaving great questions and helping each other out. Keep that up and uh, go forward. Do great things. Try to bring your ideas forward in a positive way. And uh, hopefully you make some good progress and we'll check in. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.